0: The satisfaction comes with working next to 500 photographers and coming away with something different. The greatest photographs are motivated by human feeling. Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast. This is Antonio, and welcome to episode 110 for the end of November, beginning of December. Hey, I'm a little late again getting the episode out, and, you know, we're right there at the uh, end of the Thanksgiving holidays here in the U.S., and, uh... Yeah, it's been a little crazy. I <laughs> just haven't been able to sit down and actually think about, uh, you know, uh, stuff for the show. So uh, first, let me let me get this out of the way first. This is going to be, uh, when I get into the beef of the show, it's going to be a repeat from last year, literally one year ago. A uh, discussion that I had with uh, my buddy Mark Ryerson about uh, f- uh, photographic, um, or I should say creative oases. Oasis. Oasis. <laughs> a Creative Oasis. Uh, but before we get into that, I, I, I want to apologize just because it's been a crazy, you know, November's crazy, and it's November, and I don't pre-record the shows ahead of time, which I think I should do, obviously, so that I have new content to talk about. I just don't. I tend to wait until the last minute, and uh, hope you guys don't mind. I mean, it seems like a lot of you... Don't mind too much, and uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, again, trying to catch up in the world and, you know, uh, making a lot of excuses, but the, this is this is who I am, you know, a last-minute kind of guy. So uh, I didn't have a chance to come up with a new subject, and I got a couple of things on the burner, and if I can get to them in December, I hope I I hope I can. Uh, you know, December is also another crazy month, and then I'm also really trying to, I have to do a lot of freelance work in order to survive. So my schedule is sort of up in the air. So yeah, like here I am November 30th, the last day and, uh, you know, hope I get this uh, out to you guys today. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, sorry about the excuses, but, uh, Hey man, this is who I am <laughs> sometimes. So uh, I'm glad you guys stick with me. So uh, before we get into the repeat uh, conversation that I have to, um, it's actually it was a really good discussion uh, with me and Mark. And literally, it's one year ago. Well, yesterday, uh, and uh, uh, it was. The, I think this. I think that discussion is really good, and it's a good way to start getting into. Uh, into the uh, new year, in a way, we're not quite there, but you know what I mean. Just like let's start our thinking about what resolutions we want to do, our creative resolutions. Before we get into that, I'll just give you a couple of updates of you know what's going on. I mean, uh, I mean, if you're interested, we just had I just had Thanksgiving yes two days ago with my family, uh, and again uh, as a repeat from last year, I you know I brought my cameras with me. I actually brought my Fuji, well not Fuji, Lomography. Uh, Fuji Instax camera. It's a little mini, uh, you know, for lack of a better phrase, people are going to think it's like a Polaroid camera. It uses the, the Fuji Instax film. Uh, and I had mixed results with that. It sometimes worked and sometimes didn't. I do have my Polaroid camera. I did order new film for it. Some of the old film I have, I think, is already fading because uh, I didn't have it refrigerated. So the pictures are coming out pink. So I ordered a new film, but I haven't received it yet. I would have brought that with me. But the whole idea again, and, and during Thanksgiving, was I didn't, you know, I brought the cameras with me, and I, I just didn't really want to be, you know, hiding behind the cameras all the time. Um, so and just being only taking pictures. So I have a few pictures that I that I took, and it was, you know, basically the the, you know, a fun, very large, you know, Thanksgiving. Um, so so and anyway, before that, uh, just before the end of the year, you know, it's you know Black Friday and all the sales are going on. So I actually bought a couple of you know new hard drives to store the. 10,000 pictures I'm going to shoot in the next <laughs> six months. Actually, I'm not shooting as much. And uh, I also bought, just for fun, um, a fisheye lens for my Fuji camera. It was a, uh, what's the brand? Uh, Seven Artisans, um, 9 millimeter or something like that. Uh, really, really distorted fisheye, full frame fisheye. But uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I thought I would give it a shot. And see you see what kind of creative uh, what it will bring out. Uh, I'm I've never shot f- uh, with a fisheye before, so it was a very very unique uh, viewpoint uh, from you know, and it's very distorting. You know, it does distort, so it looks like a fisheye, and I'm not sure what to do with it yet. I don't see me doing street photography with it, but you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, we'll we'll see. You know, uh, I just wanted to. <laughs> I, I love these lenses. I love these cheap lenses because there's no, there's not a really big commitment to them. And I thought, you know, what harm could it do? And if I don't like it, I'll just sell it, you know, get rid of it and something like that. So, uh, yeah. What else? Uh, that's it. I mean, I know, you know, not a lot of things are going on photographically. Uh, For me, I mean, oh, you know, I'm teaching. Oh, wait, yes. Hang on. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm teaching street photography classes. I actually have some other digital photography classes, which I'm teaching next year in Brooklyn. Uh, So I got my schedule increased for that. That's kind of cool. I like to I like to spend time teaching and. Getting people to to learn photography. I hate that that it's called digital photography. I think we're kind of done with that because I think pretty much every photography now is digital. And I think if we're going to teach a class that's going to be about film photography, you might call it introduction introduction to film and negative photography rather than intro to digital photography. Digital photography that's all we've got to shoot with these days. That's what all anybody's shooting with. So drop the digital. You know, if anybody's listening to, to naming the class, uh, let's drop the digital. But I have uh, some input into creating a new intro to digital photography class. So actually, now that I'm thinking about it, if there's anybody out there who has some ideas about like what they would have liked to learn in an intro to digital photography class, can you drop me a line? Uh, I'm really curious about that. I mean, I I'm coming from the point of view of a I've been doing this for all my life and so sometimes it's hard for me to come back and think like what would somebody who's picking up a camera for the first time want to learn now I'm talking about besides things like exposure and composition and stuff like that but were there things that you know now that you would have liked to learn when you're first picking up a camera so drop me a line you know hit me up on Twitter or something like that uh, with some input that would be great uh, you know uh, because I got to put a curriculum together for next year and I'm putting together a new slideshow for um Showing the students, uh, and I want to come up with some good ideas. So you know, here I am crowdsourcing this a little bit. But again, I would like to hear from people who are relatively new to photography and who would have liked to. Uh, what would have been helpful when you're first picking up the camera, besides the obvious things? You know, I mean, we're going to get into those obvious things, but there might are there some subtle things that that would have been. Oh yeah, you know what? If I knew that back then, that would have really helped. So yeah, drop me a line. We really appreciate it. The other thing I want to say, I just had a. Birthday <laughs> about a week ago, and uh, my wife gave me this great book from William Eggleston. Uh, it's called Two and a Quarter. It's a. Uh, it was. It's the eighth printing of the book, and I think there was only three thousand copies of this printing made. It's a fantastic book. It's just his photographs, one picture per page, um, and stuff that he shot on medium format film with. Um, i meaning for my camera with uh, I think he did it with color negative film, so there's a really beautiful look to this, and just uh, the the pictures are really deep, and I really have to spend some time looking at this book. Um, and again, there's absolutely no words in the book. The only words that come up are at the end. Um, someone had written, I guess, the introduction at the end, so uh, you know, introduction to his work, and uh, but nothing by Eggleston. In in there's no text, no, not even. There's not even captions to where the pictures are or what they are of. It's just the pictures are presented. It's a monograph. It's great, and I recommend it. If anybody's into the into his kind of photography, I definitely recommend this book. It's a it's a beautiful book to have on the shelf, and uh, again, it's just peaceful to be able to look at. So I wanted to share that. You know, you know that sometime last year I was on uh, Shutter Time with Sid and Mac talking about William Eggleston, and me and Mac were. Uh, we're just sort of hashing out what, what, what is the big deal about this guy, you know? And uh, I, I always wanted to know more about him, so it was really nice to, to dive into his, uh, into his work and begin to appreciate it a little bit more. So anyway, uh, without all any further ado, I'm going to replay episode—oh, my gosh, I can't wait episode it is. I wrote it down. Oh, boy, episode something or other from last year, 80—gosh, you know, it's been a while. Hang on. Ah, episode 86 with uh, me and Mark Ryerson talking about uh, what a creative oasis is. So, I hope you enjoy it. I'm here with uh, my buddy Mark Ryerson. Do I always say your name right. Yep, you did. Yeah, yeah. And you were only on a few episodes ago, but <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is all sort of a last minute, literally a last minute. Let me get you on the show. Let's talk. Uh, this is sort of a new thing. Um, the The idea is uh, partly I like to. F- I bet you notice I've been on. I've been on uh, the show with Mac a lot on on Shutter Time since Sid left, right? Yep. And, yeah, and we've been uh, we've been doing things on the show where we've been, like, you know, pulling out a feature photographer and then sort of analyzing. And we've been sort of doing it live, like trying to figure stuff out. And we just did one on William Eggleston because I wanted to know about this guy. But I had no idea about it. And so me and, me and Mac just sort of hashed it out, you know, on his show. And I kind of, you know, wanted to take a page from that b- book a little bit and kind of figure something out on this show and it's kind of a thing that i haven't done before and mark you you agreed kind of to like go you know on this journey a little bit as well <laughs> With, <laughs> yeah. and and for the people who are listening we don't know where this is going to go all right uh and you're just going to have to bear with us if you like it you know let me know if you don't like it let me know um but see, let's see what happens because I kind of like this idea of you know trying to figure something out live instead of having all the stuff planned out already. And uh, I guess the idea is like if we were all sitting around someplace, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't know what the hell we're talking about. We'd be figuring this stuff out while we're talking anyway. So uh, so let's see where we can go with this. But. Um, let's let's jump into this thing. I, I, I had this idea about what was called a creative o- oasis. And this comes from Mark and I talking earlier today uh, on a, on a different social media uh, platform. And you know, this idea, first of all, the idea, the word popped in my or the phrase popped in my mind. I actually looked it up, right? And there's like all these motivational <laughs> companies. they use this phrase, and I'm like, oh, jeez, this is not what I wanted to do. (laughs) Like, I'm not trying to give those guys any credit. But um, I don't know. Mark, do you want to start? I know it's like, because this came from stuff that was happening. And you don't have to go into all the details, but maybe just go into a little bit that, you know, we can get sort of kick-started here. If you're, whatever you're willing to talk about.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, All right. Yeah, we were talking. Well, I we were talking. It was more like started with me just. I don't even know what the right word would be. <laughs> Complaining is not quite the right word. Just expression of frustration. Ex- expressions, really. yeah, frustration, yeah. And uh, with things that are going on at uh, primarily at work, which has been ex- uh, kind of extraordinarily draining, both in its environment and and the stuff that's happening and. It's just it's been very, very draining and I come home and I'm exhausted most nights and just tired and have zero energy. And I, I don't know if it was that today or earlier yesterday I'm like give a fairly poignant expression of frustration <laughs> and uh, you know
0: um, uh, yeah. of what happened and
1: and, and, it, and then but at the same time I, I contrasted it with, in the last three weeks, I've had these um, three great shoots. I did a um, a lighting and figure workshop um, with a, a photographer in town. Here has been in the game for a, a very long time. He said he actually was when I was talking to him. He said he uh, um, he developed all the film for the eighty eight Olympics that were here. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? So he's so he working wow. with Time and New York, like all these big. Um, publications uh, cuz he and it was one of the labs processing film so it's kind of cool anyway he's a, he's a really he's one of the he's extraordinarily good at lighting uh studio lighting um and so he put this workshop on and it was awesome and it was just to be in that um sacred space of a of an art studio again um i don't I'm sure if anybody's had that opportunity out there but i mean just like a like a uh was it a photo studio or yeah. just an art space yeah yeah it's an it's a photo studio in like an older building downtown mm-hmm. um and you know it's it's kind of open and it's just some two by four walls and i don't know how big the space is exactly but it's dedicated to art and he do, I doesn't do a lot of if any commercial photography through there maybe a, a few headshots and portraits and stuff but Uh it's primarily for his um creative stuff Mm. and so you just entered and it's like entering a holy place it's a it is a sacred space and it was good just to be immersed in that Mm. world for five hours and everything just disappeared um and then later well that would have been a sunday so yeah later that week i don't remember what it was doesn't matter i um I've been trying to get a shoot together with this model. Uh, and so I texted her and she's like, yeah, sure. Let's do it uh, tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then it ended up being the next day because that was the Monday. Tomorrow was the Monday and mm-hmm. it didn't work. And so I did that yeah. shoot and that was, uh, that was pretty good. Um, and then I just did a shoot on Sunday and the same thing which just connected with a model that we were both there to create art and it wasn't about anything but that Mm -hmm. and so it was a i don't know it was two hours or 90 minutes two hours of again just going to that space Mm. um so with that and then you you know when you text me back like in this oasis yeah i'm like that's a very apt (laughs) word because and then that definition that you kind of shot to me here on the uh, something that provides refuge or relief or pleasant contrast. And like, that's exactly what these moments are.
0: Yeah, when you described it, you know, I pictured this desert being the rest of reality and life and work. And then you, like, the way you just, somehow you described it and I just saw this, like, you know, palm tree, spring water little place that you, like, you managed to crawl to <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and and take of the of the bounties there, and and then know that you had to you had to move on. Like you can't you can't the the oasis is not permanent, and then you have to go back through the desert and you have to find another one. You know, and I, like I had a very strong visual about that because it, it's because it, you the way you described it, you have these little pockets of time, and then the rest of the stuff is is like you know our day jobs and stuff like that, and what life. Life, yeah. I mean, well, I don't, I don't want to equate life to a, like this hot desert, but sometimes it
1: could feel <laughs> that way, you know. Well, but I, I, I don't know. It's, I think it's apt, and there's always like life is in the is in the mo. Life is made up of the moments in between, right? Uh, right. And then you find these great moments, whether with your family or with friends. But like, if you think about, it, most of life is kind of a desert, and to, yeah, like, we just choose. We often choose to remember the better moments, but. Um, and I think that's what makes it the human experience. But yeah, um, and I, I, again, I had this
0: this idea that uh, I I put you on the radio, I put you on the show tonight. We would figure out what the heck to do when we need a creative oasis um, to to come to, to pass. And uh, uh, actually, you know, when you're saying this, I'm like, you, you you've got a day job, right? Yeah, and you got a family, you got kids, right? Yeah. And then you you find all this
1: time to to
0: do the photography,
1: like the yeah. other things. Yeah, to put it in perspective, the last time I did a shoot was like the end of August. And I oh. b- have barely touched a camera or my camera. Okay. Well, right. I, I guess I did a couple of weeks ago in the beginning of November. I did the TED talk, but that was that was a challenging and totally different. Um, that was like it was it was fun, but it was different. Like it mm-hmm. was. It wasn't the same type of um, right soul food as a as a purely creative shoot. Yeah, well,
0: I mean, because you're, you're really just you're at that point. It sound like you're a working stiff photographer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a little, a little bit, and and it just was really. It was a hard time because I was. It was. It's a lot of social stimulation, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I get enough of that in my day job. You know, to the point of saturation so it was yeah, yeah. you know long yeah. days of long week and then the saturday and it was like nine to five it was it was a long day it but but again it's a cool environment because it's a ted talk so you have yeah. all those that type of energy there which was really cool what were you doing tell me because i don't oh i was tell we us were, i was photographing it yeah so we would do like be sit in, got to sit through a lot of the talks and we photographed the crowd and the speakers and then uh-huh um photograph all the conversations and in, in the break um, uh-huh. people there's some people with some technology that are there and sort of or technology and part of the talk um i don't know just ancillary stuff to the to what's yeah, going yeah. on in the ted yeah. talks that you shoot so it's an event photographer type of gig for sure um so it's cool to be in that so as much as it is, it was hard for me. It was still kind of good to be in a different type of space, right? I, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was as lush an oasis, but it was still. It was still refreshing to be in a room full of ideas. <laughs>
0: and and all along, you got your camera in your hands. Yes,
1: and and you're
0: translating some of your experience through the lens. Uh, in that case, with the TED talks, it's you kind of part of your job. But yeah. Uh, it's interesting when part of your job r- requires you to be creative. I mean, it, it is a creativity. It's not just a record recording. Yeah. Um, because if it was just a recording, they'd glue cameras on the wall and they wouldn't hire a photographer. So right. uh, you're there to, to, to you know, uh, bring your some sensibility for, uh, uh, of what you see and hear and, and record that with your camera. But I, I always think like anytime someone is paying you, uh, this is not a judgment thing, but like anytime someone's paying me to like use my camera, I'm like, Woohoo <laughs> And yeah. and I don't mean that because 'cause I'm getting paid. It's just like, wow, you really wanna give me money to to use my camera? <laughs> There's like something really Yeah. Awesome about that. But yeah. but it's because they think they want your you know, they they want your eye. They want you to pick out and choose the things that are important. And, yeah. So uh, but that does, I mean, it does feel like a different kind of oasis. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I know that, like, sometimes photography can feel like drudgery, especially with event photography, it can can be that way. And I guess it can depend on how you approach it, right? I mean, if you're at a TED Talk, you're not, or, you know, you're not just closing your ears to what's going on. Uh, and if anything, does that inform you how to photograph?
1: I mean, i think normally it should do a little bit more than i think it did affect me this time again i was just it's been i just been so mentally exhausted yeah. that um you know i i you you hear the ted talks we don't get to absorb them as much as i should have been able to yeah um, yeah wow racers <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is all
1: right yeah it, it's weird because it's like a, it's like the end of november you'd think that stuff would be done by now
0: these guys with their cars you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, boy, my brain just spaced out. Brain burp. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Just went
1: down the road with that car.
0: <laughs> I know. It's like he took it away. Um, what was I gonna say? C- keep going,
1: though. You were you were saying something. Oh, just on the on that being a part of this. So oh, I still listen, and it's fascinating to hear the conversation. So. I don't know. It it's actually sometimes it's distracting cuz you're like you get into a talk and you're cuz what they're saying is really mm-hmm. amazing or or interesting and you're like oh yeah yeah I got to take you know I got to find other people that are finding this interesting and, and shoot them.
0: Right, right. But, yeah. Yeah, so it it's definitely a mix. You're not you know you're not there to listen you're there to work but but you, in some way you cannot not be affected by what's going on. I mean I found I find the same like the few times I've shot a uh, a wedding, right? Mm-hmm. I mean it's a different obviously a different event. I'm there to 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 capture it and whatnot. But you can't I couldn't help but be swept up by what's going on and the joy and stuff like that with everybody there. Um you know, yeah. so the, you can't be totally dis you know, dissociated from what's going on. Um but, you know, each each job has its own requirements. So
1: uh, yeah, and I don't know if you like. I I personally don't think I could disassociate myself. Um, you know, I've gone shooting and talked to uh, photographers that are very disassociative, and their photography you see it in it. Right, it's ex- like it's very clinical and very uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, formulaic. Maybe no, uh, no, because that not necessarily because that could imply like it's the rule of thirds and stuff. It's just yeah you can tell that it's extremely observational like this oh, is yeah. this is what happened and it's it's way more than a snapshot cuz it that cuz there's intention and mm-hmm. to it but it just has a different feel hmm. uh versus somebody that um or at least, even my, even in my experience of when you kind of get into it and you're 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 caught, you've caught some of the spirit of what's going right. on. Yeah, yeah. Then you're. I sometimes those pictures take a little bit more of a. Um, I'm a part of this feel versus right. a standoffish. This is what happened feel. So I yeah I don't know if I could be a very good um, photojournalist <laughs> or like I don't know I think it would tear me up too much. I
0: yeah I I had that problem, but you know like. To go back to the, you know, to sort of weave it back to the creative oasis, um, I keep thinking that, uh, you know. Oh, wait. The other thing is, that's. Now I remember what I want to say. Don't you go out on on, on breaks uh, and and do photo
1: walks sometimes on your lunch break? Uh, I try to. Uh, yeah. I have and not all the time, but sometimes, right? So uh, let's see. Until about mid twenty seventeen. I did uh-huh. it every day. Uh, really almost without exception. Oh, every work okay. like Monday to Friday without exception. Uh, uh-huh. very, very few times. Like if I had a work lunch or something, but I, I always took my lunch break and I would walk and often it was with Ward, um, Ward, ward Rosen. Ward, yeah. Ward Rosen. Um, yeah. I should call He should be called the Fuji ward. You they <laughs> are all Fuji. All these Fuji <laughs> shooters. Um, but we would go out, and and it would be like we. I've talked. I think I've, we think we've talked about that that meditative practice. Yeah, yeah. And mid last year, um, the company I work for bought another company and merged with a third, and it's been chaos. And that has actually that I I would I don't think I'd be out of line to say that that's knocked me off kilter, and I have mm. not walked to the same regularity. In fact, it would be the opposite. I have walked less. Like if I had missed five days, <laughs> really in a few within six months, it's now I'm like walking five days out of six months. It's Oof. brutal. Oof. So you you know it's like you knocked off kilter. And that's but
0: that's your you know um, I want to say you're in a Garden of Eden, but that's the thing that can keep you moving through the desert is if you have this thing that you do you know maybe not every day, but you know oh well tomorrow I'm going to go out uh,
1: on my lunch hour and, and with raw ward and, and go and shoot like that's your. Yeah. But it's easier to find the oasis when you're wandering. It's really hard when, oh. you're, when you're stuck. Right. I can't, you know, that's true.
0: A, if you're like stuck in quicksand, <laughs> sorry to yeah. bring, bring up the desert kind of thing.
1: Oh, that makes well, a lot of sense. Yeah. We'll keep, we'll yeah. keep this metaphor going. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> you know, like even, even those shoots I did recently, I went out by myself yesterday or the day before and i found mm-hmm. actually the the second last picture on my instagram not that that's going to make a difference after today but um there's i had found this stairwell that i've never found before that's the one I, that's I, the one i i comment, comment on yeah i've never what seen a great shot before. my god <laughs> and so like is that because i had a couple of good i had been drinking from the from those oasis and i had something in me and I found another one I haven't posted yet, that it's um, it's gonna be along those Irving Penn line. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, with the cigarette butts, but um, <laughs> just again something that I've never seen before, uh-huh. and I don't I don't know some, you know someone will probably chalk it up to randomness, but it seems oh, yeah. uh, coincidental that following those moments of oasis or mountaintop moments, if it can be described as that. There's a residue effect, mm. and then when you don't, I find nothing for weeks, or then I have no motivation to go. Yeah, I, I I hear that. Like for me,
0: on the on the same token was uh, been the week the the few days before Thanksgiving uh, up until today ish has been. Uh, Pins and needles, generally, and without Mm -hmm. going into a lot of detail. It's just been like, been not also able to catch my breath. But uh, for kind of like the first time in a a while, we had Thanksgiving here in my apartment. Uh, We had neighbors. So that was like, you know, that took up a lot of energy, right? Because, you know, you're spending all this time getting ready for it, right? So uh, cooking and cleaning and all that crap. But then the next day, we were going up to my brother's upstate, uh, slightly upstate New York. And I realized, like, I didn't have to do anything. Like, we just had to go um, and basically be there with some – my sister and uh, my brother and my nephews and uh, my wife, um, my brother-in-law. You know, just – and as a small group of people, really. But, like, I'm like, hey, I get to bring my camera with me. Hmm. And, you know, of course, I'm I'm not just the, you know, the family, you know, photographer and take snapshots. But I realized, like, I can do – the kind of thing that i like to do with my with my fuji cameras and i'm i'm I, I i say that because i would really never do this before prior to having smaller sort of um unobtrusive cameras that, that i got from fuji right mm. like bringing my nikon is just another it's like going to a job right Hmm. But throwing in the little, you know, the X100 and the and the, and the XT20, which are teeny tiny cameras, and they're kind of meaningless in some way. Uh, like, But I knew I could do some good stuff um, while I was there. And I posted some of the pictures. You saw some of them, right? Yep. Yep. And I posted a bunch on, on Facebook. So I, you know, made a little album. And I was like these aren't bad pictures and it was like you know i i shot it in such a way that i wasn't taking myself out of the you know environment and out of the uh the festivities and stuff like that i was you know having a good time and again i think that has something to do with the kind of gear that i'm using
1: uh oh is that know. what you meant this is this was you made a comment about that uh what did i say oh what did you say um this is a result of the gear and I, I initially took it as um, fanboy talk but now with this context it makes a lot more sense your comment of because oh. it's the form factor more than the actual camera that yeah i mean the yeah all oh, right well
0: the form factor is you know okay so I'm, i work with a the, the xt20 is a bendy screen and you know just like the old uh, medium format twin lens reflexes you can your face isn't pressed against some viewfinder Right. Right. Yeah. And so I'm still looking and then I'm looking down. I can I can see a shot that I want to get. And, you know, it, it it's not if, if you see the pictures, I'll, I'll post some I'll, I'll post some of these in the show notes because why not? They're good shots. But I, I seem to have captured people. I, I'm looking at the pictures. Sorry. I'm, now I'm getting excited. <laughs> but I'm looking at the pictures and they look I don't want say stocky. That's not the right word. They look kind of some of them look kind of uh production-y or something i don't know professional <laughs> uh, <you're> professional <laughs> Maybe <this one. laughs> you know and they're not snapshot like That
1: took a picture that know what they're doing right
0: that's exactly which is really strange because i don't necessarily feel that way all the time you know um my desert is sort of drains that out of me a little bit uh mm. and It's, it's kind of fun when I pick up the camera and I look at the, I take the shots and I'm like, oh, these are, yeah, it seems to know what I'm doing. But part of that was like, you know, I'm still like, I'm not, I'm involved with the, with the, uh, the, you know, the Thanksgiving meal, the second Thanksgiving, the second Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm involved with that. I'm still taking good pictures. Everybody loves the shots. And I got a lot of energy from that. I mean, it was an an amazing amount of energy. And usually I think like, I don't want to go to a family event and take pictures. um but this time i did and it's in and then now that was that was friday this is what are we on tuesday uh and then i had to go back to work (laughs) it's like back to this you know kind of going through the desert a little bit uh and I, i i don't quite see my 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 horizons yet or my my oasis yet um because i just i don't know i mean like, you know, day to day things are, are keeping me from, from doing that. And so when you were talking about your little, like, pockets of stuff, I got a little envious, right? Mm-hmm. And the difference between envy and envious and jealousy is I think jealousy, you want to spoil it for the other person. Envious, you want it too. So yeah, I wanted it too. Like that idea that you said you went to a. Uh, the sacred space for the studio to photograph. And I was thinking, God, I remember when I would go to studios and you're saying this and I'm like, yeah, like a photo studio when it's devoted to, to, to whatever it is, whether it's commercial, in your case, you're talking about something that's artwork. It's just something about it. It it being this, like, this is what it does. This is its purpose. Yeah. You know, and that is an incredibly exciting experience to be part of. And so I was here, I was, you know, in some way I was, Looking, I was like, "Shit!" I don't know. <laughs> Oops, I'm not supposed to curse on this show, <laughs> but I let one slip out. <laughs> that was um, PG thirteen. It was a PG thirteen. Yeah, I'm like, how how do I get that for myself as well? And yeah. uh, I mean, I'm really kind of admiring you that you're 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 doing this, and uh, you've done it like multiple times in a, in a short period of time. So, I mean, do you have any painter friends that have a studio? No, this is not now, not anymore. At I, least, not anybody who lives in the, in in the neighborhood. you know? Okay. Because yeah.
1: I found a friend of mine. It's a painter, and I did some work with her. Um, in the summer, I guess. What kind of work? Oh, I did some uh, reference photos for her. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So she was doing a painting for um, a suicide awareness group. She's a paramedic and has uh-huh. worked a lot with mental uh-huh. health stuff and and so she's like i need i can't i want to do this i don't know how many i can't remember six people and i can't have them all I, there's not enough time to have them all pose live and uh-huh. so we can need to reference photos oh I and see, yeah. um she's like then you know you can offer to sell your the photos to the people so i'm like oh yeah sure, no problem so we did it and again her studio is one of those places it's a holy place uh-huh. um uh so yeah, and like I, and then in the context of the thing, I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm selling pictures to these people. You got to be kidding me! <laughs> Firefighters and paramedics, uh, maybe, here, I maybe the police, but know. but the you know like, no, you get no, I can't do that. Uh-huh. So, um, but again, it was just that that sacred space of that studio. And it's it's amazing when you go to a spot that's dedicated to uh-huh. um, making something for the for the joy and and uh, and privilege of it. Huh. It feels different.
0: You know, as you're saying this, I'm I'm getting this um this memory that I had of uh, I was doing a shoot with some uh, actors or performers, I should say, who um, perform at the Brooklyn Botanic Garden. On the Sakura Festival, and we were—I um, wanted to do some shots of two of them. Uh, Who—they're both actors, a, a male and a female, man and a woman, I should say. And um, the, the the guy brought his samurai swords. And uh, uh, the, what's the short sword called? A kat, uh, the big one is a katana, right? I think so. But the I short know. one that you would. Uh, uh it, it's a secondary short sword, anyway, and we did all these po- like I, I rented this dance studio <laughs> oh, cool. um, because it was a lot less expensive to rent a dance studio than it was a photo studio. And <laughs> uh, even though you're really only supposed to use dance in it, but they were performing. And I had a friend of mine uh, be an assistant. Um, he came along because he wanted to learn how to assist, and another friend who assisted too, and she was just like helping me out. And for that, I think we had it for like two hours. Um, for those two hours, it was this space devoted to creativity, you know, so it was not mm-hmm. built for that. But there was a dance studio, so it still had that sense of like, you know, the floors were worn and there was mirrors on the wall, you know, for people, that, for the dancers. And I, I brought all this black um, duvetine to hang up because I wanted just black background and, and uh, big light panels and mm-hmm. and this was a self-made production and I wasn't doing anything with the pictures it wasn't for any kind of commercial it was really for them and it was for me mm-hmm. and I got like a handful of good pictures but as you're saying this I was like wow that like I had total control of that and it didn't cost me a lot of money mm-hmm. right because I was doing it uh, for you know like in a sense for exchange like they were the performers were performing and I gave them the pictures and I got a chance to make some good shots Time for print, baby. I live off that world. <laughs> and I was like, you know, we could make these. We can, you know, rather than just finding these little places to to a, a respite, like there's nothing saying that you can't make them yourself.
1: No. Well, you know? that that shoot I did on Sunday was in the model's house. Yeah. This, this little tiny uh, bungalow that had a north south, and it was it was an amazing. I'm like, she. She said she had a, a another photographer friend come over and couldn't really shoot in it because the lenses were too long, uh-huh. and so she's like she was wasn't sure if it was going to work. I'm like, are you kidding? I will shoot here every weekend if you let me. <laughs> like you got to be kidding. This it, is amazing, and and I'm you in. made that and you made that happen though, right? I mean, it was. Oh I, yeah, well, well, she. Uh, I said, hey, we. You know, she texted me. I don't know. I feel like in the springtime we should shoot, uh-huh. it and it just never uh-huh. worked out. So after all these studio and shoots, I'm like, eh, I'll just shoot an email. I'll shoot her a text and see what's happening. And she's like, Oh yeah, let's do something. This can you do this weekend? Sure. It was really weird. It was like it was the timing and everything it was weird. In what way? In in a good way. Oh yeah, totally in a good way. Okay, I, yeah, yeah. I, you know it's funny as I this is actually making me think back when I was doing my Hunter Stranger project. And I feel like I'm a bit flogging or taking, getting more mileage out of that than it's, I should, but anyway, ah, so what it's um, your, pro- it's my project. It's your project. So what? But one of the things I learned doing it was, um, that when I had a, a positive experience, especially versus when I, I was in a negative space, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, f- it, it was like those preceded me. And I put that negative or positive energy just to be the foo-foo talk out there uh-huh. and people picked up on it. And when I was negative, I I couldn't get a someone to shoot with me for love nor money. Mm. And as soon as that switched, everything switched. And that's kind of what I feel like I've been so low and I've been in such a crappy place for so long. That i'd send these texts out and i'm like nothing just nothing radio uh-huh. silence take that that workshop and you start to get that refueling and you're like uh-huh. oh yeah yeah this is good I'm, this is good and then it just builds and it builds and it builds and in fact actually tonight i texted a model that i did shoot with back in september early that was august uh-huh. one of those models i shot with back in august uh-huh. and i've been slowly posting a few pictures to how i curate my feed yeah yeah um and but she hadn't posted anything on her tumblr facebook instagram i'm like oh maybe she didn't like what we did huh you know because it was a it was a stretch for me she wanted to do um like this naturey stuff and that's not really what i do and i wanted we wanted to do black and white so we're doing nature with high contrast which is a Uh fascinating combination and so i'm like I so I commented on one of her uh, Instagram stories because um, she's been going through some stuff too and kind of processing publicly a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just started texting back and forth. And then I was like, Hey, I'm sorry that uh, those photos that we worked did, or that we did didn't work out for you. Assuming cause she hadn't posted them that she mm-hmm. didn't like them. And she's like, Oh no, that's nothing at all. And explained what was happening. And then we had a little back and forth and it was like, Oh, but I had, I had resp- I had sent her a message probably two weeks ago. Um, on something and it yeah. was radio silence or so huh. more than two weeks maybe three weeks ago radio silence and then so then i have this compounding effect of the effect of that oasis is lasting mm. is that weird it feels weird that that is that it it continues to yeah, like you've walked. Away, it's like you're walking. You're on the fringe of it. Maybe like you've gone to the water. You've oh, gotten, you, yeah. You've been re- yeah. you've Drank the water, and then you're you're moving on because life moves on. But the effects of that hydration last. That that's
0: interesting. That's interesting. I mean, rather than like just leaving it and being starving immediately.
1: Yeah. Uh, There's wow. a residue effect.
0: Uh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that's happened because it would be such a drag then if you had to keep uh, searching for something. I mean, the whole idea w- would be to have the effect last, and 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 then perhaps the desert doesn't look so bad
1: anymore as you're walking to your next. Oh, don't get location. me wrong. The last two days were pretty crappy. Well, there is that, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that is the PG version of what I really want to say, <laughs> but. You know maybe there's still something deeper in me that is still feeding off those that oasis and i think like that's all i can hope for right yeah. like it's all like you're 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 you said you're still in this you haven't reached the next oasis yet but you know all you can really hope for is to get there
0: no i mean it, it's possible i got uh i'm going away this weekend uh just up to connecticut uh which is you know not a big deal uh, to our friends house and we, we do something every year called Christmas in Connecticut such as a sort of gathering of friends at, at one of our friends house and, and we just hang out do all sorts of fun stuff and I always bring my cameras right because I like to you know take pictures just of everybody and I, I might bring one of my instant cameras with me I, um, uh, my Polaroid I'm a little worried that I got my Polaroid film is aged um, poorly. And it's all pink, and I'm. I got it in the fridge. Uh, it's hopefully, maybe I had one bad roll or something like that. So I'm a little nervous about it because I got all this film. I might not bring that, but I have a. I have a. A, a, a Lomography um, uh, instant camera yep. that uses the square uh, Fuji Instax film. Yeah. Uh, but I only got like three packs of that film <laughs> it's a long weekend, but I'll probably bring one of those cameras with me because I love taking the instant pictures. But I'm also going to bring my Fuji cameras because like when the downtime's around, I, first of all, I like to take pictures. You know, again, the same kind of things I was doing at Thanksgiving, the candid kind of, you know, uh, moments, friends hanging out, um, not typical snapshots, but uh, very candid Uh, you know, they'll probably look producey because (laughs) I know what I'm doing and I I always find that I I can get some energy from that. But also if the weather is nice, I I might do some, try some star photography, Hmm, uh, in the backyard or, uh, I don't know, something, something that, or, you know, set up the camera remotely. If they have their bird feeders out, they have these giant bird feeders and, uh, if they're out in the winter the birds are insane. I don't usually photograph birds because I'm in New York and what do we got? Sparrows and pigeons. Um and the occasional, you know, red-tailed hawk or kestrel <laughs> that I happen to get. But I might set up the, the the nice thing about the Fuji cameras they've got this nice remote control uh Wi-Fi thing so I can set up the uh camera close to the uh to the bird feeder but not be in, you know, and be in the house. Looking at the bird feeder through my cam, my, my um, phone, and taking shots as certain birds come around. I mean that that is a, is sort of a challenge to me, and that's not, you know, if anybody knows my work, you you go to my sites, you don't see shots of birds, <laughs> <laughs> you know? or or even star pictures. Like these are things I don't usually show people. I do I'll I'll post it if I if I had some good star shots, I'll post it, but it's not my, you know, I'm a street
1: photographer. But Maybe by the time someone hears this they'll be like what are you talking about antonio i saw those shots in your feed <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this is why
0: yeah um to me that gives me the you know some energy uh, you know to be able to try all the different kinds of photography and it's just you know four days of or three days of just hanging out no pressure um and you know i i i might get that same kind of energy that i had on uh, thanksgiving at my family you know, um, and generally I like to see the end results, like the, it's the end results. That I'm always, you know, uh, yeah. have such a good, uh, feeling for, and I do find that that sort of holds me, uh, you know, until the next time. But, you know, every day I walk to work, like, I, you know, if you know me, I, I, walk to work and I bring my camera with me, although it's winter and people, things are a little bit different. I haven't been shooting as much street stuff. Uh, and in fact, I've, I think I've been i I've been going back through my archives a little bit and posting some older stuff mm-hmm. on Instagram. You might have you might have seen it, but I don't know if you can tell that it's old stuff. But uh, it's one of the things I like to talk about. It's like, you know, we're always pushing ourselves to go forward, 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 forward. It's like, geez, I've got like 750,000 images in my Lightroom library, and I'm not exaggerating. It blows me. I'm away. in the, yeah, and so like a lot of that hasn't been seen, and it's good stuff, you know, and it's, it's, it's part of me, you know, so, uh, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this, but <laughs>
1: the, the idea that, um, are you looking for the introspective oasis?
0: Yeah, in some way, you know, and I was, I wanted to ask you, I mean, uh, I wanted to sort of talk this out. I was like, how could we make this? I mean, you, you made this thing by going to the, going to the, um, to the workshop, you know? Yeah. And I guess that's one way, to 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 sort of do this stuff, like I take a class or something like that. But what's a, what do you think is a way we can do this um, for ourselves rather than having these sort of things pop up, like uh, you know, externally? Like, how can we make, how can we stop in the desert, dig a hole, find some water, <laughs> you know, be refreshed while we're in the middle of this, you know, this heat that we that we call
1: life. Yeah, it's like, I don't know that's it's and I don't probably, know if you have an answer. <laughs> I I don't because I don't know. Um, uh-huh. I know that for you know for myself uh sometimes it just you just get so empty that you there, there's nothing left or there's nothing even to build off of. It's just uh-huh. dry and I've been there. And I honestly I don't think I'm very far away from that like these last few the the shoot in the late summer and this one here didn't fill my tank. It just took me from bone dry to uh, something a little bit in the tank. Mm -hmm. So when I'm, when I was in those, you know, when I hit empty, empty, really the only thing that's, I find that can bring me back is other people. And which is weird because I'm an introverted person and I don't draw energy from people, Mm -hmm. but when I'm that low, I try to seek out some people that I know. Um, do, do you go to that, the camera store? Is that what it's called? The camera store? Uh, sometimes I go, to, I'll try to talk to John. It's hard cause he's working and so he can't really, yeah. Yeah. It's not really the same. I wish we had a place like that. We used to have a place.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah. That, Donut. You used to have a place awesome. called the photographer's place. Uh, nice. But that, you know, went the way of the dodo as anything else did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's nice that you've got that. I mean, at least that's a, I mean that, you know, it's a, a say like a way station or some place where you could recharge if you were able to, I mean,
1: uh, uh, yeah, just just probably if I spent a little bit more time and, you know, spent, bought a book <laughs> and looked out oh. more. I actually, I did buy one. I bought a book on, uh, um, Stanley Kubrick's photography, but. Oh, awesome. really? Oh, yeah. I haven't. I gotta at get it one of those. Oh, really? Yeah. I bought it for Christmas, so I'm saving it till Christmas. Oh, wow! So it should be interesting. I, from what I've seen of it, it's really he's. It's so much like his movies, so it, I'd say his movies were highly informed by his photography.
0: Yeah, yeah. His uh, yeah, it's the one thing. I mean, I, you know, people may or may not know if he that he's known for. You know, uh,
1: his uh, photography mostly a lot of it in New York, I think. Uh, that I know. I'm not even sure. I think so. Yeah. But all uh, I know is what I did flip through it, it's it was like looking at stills uh-huh. f- from a movie. <laughs> he he did what Crutzen is doing backwards, right? Like he did the stills and then uh-huh. did the movies that were similar uh-huh. versus doing the stills that are similar to movies. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they're they're remarkable from what yeah. I've seen. Well, I can talk about it in New Year again, but
0: I think I think you know, um looking at other people's work is also part of that, you know, recharging kind of thing. Um yeah. And especially this, Well, I was going to say just not especially No, 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 no. I you know, move away from that and or or just balance it out, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're digital with everything. I mean, even the cameras. I mean, even the cameras. You right? Gotta breathe the you look,
1: fumes of paper.
0: Oh well, you're lucky. Yes, you can. I mean, it's no. I, I mean it from a book, like crackle. Oh, from a book. A book. Oh, actually, I, I thought you were talking about like right the... going to a dark room or something like oh, that. Well, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. that's good too. Um, no, the the oh, I love the smell of book.
1: Uh, <laughs> right, there's a love... smell. Yeah, there is a smell. But... There's a feel. There's weight. Like it really the... gives pictures weight. Yeah,
0: and and it also gives you. Um, Uh, How to say this? Like a a sense of like a a spacing in time Mm -hmm. as you're viewing, uh, where you don't get that on a on a computer where you're scrolling Mm because you really can't. I I, there's there's two different things about it. But I was going to say like you know we we are looking through screens all the time. Most of us are spending our time, whatever job we have, most likely you know we're in front of a computer, or a lot of us are probably in front of a computer, and even like I said, our cameras. You're looking through the world with a screen that is um, beaming light at your eyes, and Mm. um, even though, like, if you're using an optical viewfinder, in a sense, you are getting light beamed to your eyes, but it's it's a different quality of light. But you know, right? The book is reflective light; it allows you to go through your own uh, the images at your own pace, yeah, um, and then see something in a I don't know. Just a completely different way. So I agree. I got a book for my birthday um, that my, let's see, how do I describe this? My brother, he's my half-brother, his mom, right, okay. <laughs> gave me. She's an artist. And it was an Annie Leibovitz book on uh, portraits of women. Ooh. And a couple of things about it, I, f- I, f- I didn't go into depth with looking at the book. I just sort of flipped through it fast, but I went through all of it. Uh two things that were cool. First of all, the book was a used book. So it had been in someone's library, you know. And um I really liked that. I liked that this was like belonged to somebody and then it and then it came to me. Number one. Hmm. And number two, uh I'd never seen her work like this before. I mean, I'm not diving into her work all the time. But like the stuff I know of Lebo is sort of, like the stuff she shoots for Vanity Fair, like the celebrity portraits, right? Which I kind of like, you know, I like mm-hmm. all of her work. This was this was a lot different. This was mm-hmm. many, many different portraits. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, book of women. I don't know what the name of it is because it's in the other room. There it is. It's just called Women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, her um, late partner, uh, wrote the intro to it, um, Susan Sontag, which I haven't read yet. But it's this incredible, like, thick book of portraits of women in all different situations. And they're all different styles, too. Like, the photographs. Like, and I didn't, you can't recognize, I didn't recognize the pictures as Leibowitz's pictures. Mm. Um, Because the style is just so different in so many of them. But the thing was, I looked through that, and I was like, you know, I actually don't have a book of, uh, pictures like this, this is something new, you know, and you know, the, my idea is like, I want to look through this and, and what can I get from that? What, what, how can this be sort of an oasis for me? Uh, you know, in my, in my eyes, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, but I was going to think of like, you know, are oasis like locations. Are they, are they objects that we hold? Is it, uh, um, places that we go is it uh, people that we talk to i mean it's probably all the above right i mean you're saying that uh connecting with people seems to be
1: part of it for you yes certain people certain circumstances certain but, yeah but really i think it can be it should be and it should be able to be any of the above because really when you go something it's just somewhere it's just a, your mind processing stimuli so uh-huh. whether you physically go there and have you know, s- smell, sound, and sight, or you go to your favorite bookstore or coffee shop and crack open a book, you're still s- interpreting stimulation. So you k- theoretically should be able to hit an oasis in whatever manner works for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whether it is going or whether it's opening a book or if it's walking with a camera or sitting and doing nothing. Um... This probably has a lot more to do with intention than, um, than the actual action. Mm-hmm.
0: You just said something there, like it, that caught my ear. It's like the sitting and doing nothing, mm. <laughs> and and I mean that in terms of like, like meditating or something like that, because that's actually doing something. But the uh, like this idea of like putting the camera down, putting the screens away, like not having any kind of stimulation uh it's a
1: terrifying thought really why
0: try it <laughs> it's kind of hard to do in general it's super hard to do
1: yeah we're so conditioned to to seek stimulation and entertain um uh i guess entertainment might be mm-hmm. right or you know yeah some something. people I listen to podcasts distractions, or to, uh, yeah. Sudokus or crosswords. How many people can actually sit and do nothing? I think you people would look at you like you're crazy these days. <laughs> I know.
0: And I, I actually I'm trying to imagine what that would look like, you know. I, I mean you're... I mean and and it being not meditative, you know, not like closing your eyes and folding your legs and listening to something and, you know, a bell. Like what would do, doing nothing really be like? Um, actually so
1: interesting i i i actually asked this question to somebody without asking it in this with this thing in mind so at that um and i asked two, two models recently one was at the workshop and one was i showed on sunday they both do posing for figure drawing mm, mm-hmm. so they pose long poses right and like, they don't do anything what do you do how do you do <laughs> that what was their answer <laughs> uh, One girl said she um, sometimes she'll write letters to people in her mind that never uh-huh. really get written-huh but she has a, a one-way uh, dialogue um, with people uh-huh. uh, the other and then she you also know, sometimes she makes lists and but it's not always um, practical things that she's doing like writing right. a letter to somebody right. is really, it's almost like a prayer and it's and right. almost meditative where you're right you may even be f- processing something that you feel with them and the other girl, she's like it depends sometimes um she often when you're posing in those things you're in a studio she's like so i just absorb all the art that's around me uh-huh. Uh-huh. when they're full of art it's fantastic because you use hours and hours of stuff to look at and, and appreciate so it's easy uh when they're not in places that have art it's it's she said it's a lot harder So it it was really interesting, because and I just made that connection with your.
0: And and as you're saying that, I'm thinking like, what would it be like to, rather than like writing a letter to somebody, would it be like to photograph with your mind, like, like Mm. think about places to go, whether they're real or imagined, and think about what the pictures would look like. Mm. And I do that with people.
1: I do that with walking, people that I see. Yeah. Oh. I see somebody and I'm like huh, we'll keep it above board <laughs> or keep it clean. And I cuz it's not I don't mean it in a in a weird. Yeah, thing, no, I, I got you. Yeah. I I like wow, they really thank you. Um really grab your attention and they're like, "Oh, I want to know what it would be like." And then you start lighting them and posing them. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "Oh, that would be such a fantastic shot." And I would like to do this type of shot with them and this type of pose and like and then. So so that's the challenge then,
0: right? Like find yourself walking around looking at people or places or objects and 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 saying that same kind of thing, saying how would I shoot them? How would I photograph this this object?
1: Yep. And I have to uh, be in a good space for that, but I do do it.
0: Well, you know, that's kind of the goal. I mean, you know, uh This idea that, you know, we we get into these spaces where we don't want to create. We're we're trudging through the sand. Uh, We all have to do that on a day-to-day basis. And how do we, you know, how can we create these little pockets of green, I should say. Uh, and You know, nothing against deserts and greens. I'm just using it as a metaphor. (laughs) Like, I love deserts, actually. But, you know, how do we make these little pockets of... uh, um, uh, you know, respite uh, for us so that we can we can keep going, you know? And it doesn't always have to include carrying a camera with you, you know? It doesn't always have to include, you know, uh, taking pictures every day. I mean, it could, and it's nice when it does, but, um, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be all that way all the time. It's well, a challenge. I don't know. I'm thinking about that myself, you know?
1: Well, I, but I... Th- you know what you? I don't know. I guess you get older, or whatever. Blah blah. I don't think life is a big oasis or a big mountaintop. It's it's ups and downs, and, mm-hmm. and so I. And actually, one of the things that I kind of struggle—not struggle, struggle with—but trying to figure out how to even teach kids, my kids, is how to deal with the crappy stuff to get through and. Uh mm-hmm. huh i appreciate the 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 green spots right because that's that's what life is life isn't always entertaining or fun there's hard spots and um dry spots and places that are amazing and places that are meh yeah so it it's it's i don't know i don't have a good answer i know a lot, oh, I no. know a lot of people that talk about <laughs> all the self-care that's required to do it but I'm just not very good at it. Mm.
0: <laughs> so what's your, so what's your next, uh, what do you got planned for, uh, that has anything to do with photography?
1: Um, uh, I'm, I have, i slightly broad or I'm actually taking, uh, Monday, Tuesday off this week and Monday, Tuesday off next week. And one of those weekends I have a, a project that I, um, around the house, I, I need to build a cupboard thing for my, mm. um, kitchen. And so I used to, when my grandfather was more able, he's, you know, he's getting old now, <laughs> uh-huh. um, we used to do a lot of woodworking and um, build stuff with him, finishing carpentry stuff. Um, uh-huh. So it was just a different creative outlet. Um, so I still have a bunch of his old tools. So I'm going to spend some time in the garage and build some stuff. I still like making stuff with my hands. I think that's why I like the dark room because it gives you that tactile experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be one weekend, and then the other I need at least. I'll probably try to get two sessions of darkroom printing if I have enough material to print. Really? Um, oh, you got, oh, it's you got so f- much effort to, to set it all up.
0: Yeah, I, I I can imagine. You have your own darkroom, or you're going someplace?
1: No, I have a I have a little tiny ghetto workshop in my basement. <laughs> that I it's it's the space that it i, I took over it was um roughed in for a bathroom so it's like i don't know four and a half five feet wide and i don't know eight feet long it's like a prison cell uh-huh smaller actually um that i that, but it's had plumbing in it right so there's all the drains so i can have a sink and it's a bit tight but yeah but it could be the little that holy space you're talking about. It is, it is my space and I yeah. just don't get it in enough and I need to, because I know it's a good space. So. That, that sounds like a really nice plan. I mean,
0: uh, dark stuff doesn't, doesn't fully interest me again, but it does like there's the, the nostalgia of the, the peace and the like solitude. There was something about even in a, in a multi-person dark room, you know mm-hmm. uh you still had the sense of being by yourself you know because it was your enlarger and you had your prints and um you mm-hmm. know you put your headphones on you're sort of in your own worlds and so i like that uh mm-hmm. and then again you know there's parts
1: of the film that i hated and i don't like you know well, the, it's, it's horribly inefficient it is right? it was all that stuff but but you know but that and that's that's probably one of the reasons I don't do it as much as I would like to. But it's also yeah. one of the reasons why I enjoy it because it's it's so ridiculously slow and tedious, uh-huh. and that. But when you when something works, it's like oh that was
0: right. in the sense
1: that you've accomplished something, you know. Yeah, yeah. and you have you know. paper in your hands. Yeah, yeah. So and then you I don't show know people, and they get really excited because they're like because they're so rare.
0: Yeah, and they, you know. Uh, we don't see that much anymore, and, and I, I wish I could have something in my apartment. I can't. It's too dusty here. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't would never work. Uh, I'm not really into retouching my negatives uh, uh, oh, or I'd my prints. i that stuff on there. The little, yeah. No, I... Blow it I, off. <laughs> the best I can. I have, I have cat fur, like, embedded oh, yeah, in no, my no, negatives. <laughs> That's not going to work. But, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what... Uh, for me, I wouldn't know what I have planned, but uh, I, I am taking a few weeks off between the Christmas and New Year's since I got all this time off. Yeah, me uh, too. And, yeah, it's nice to, to have vacation from the, from the drudgery. And uh, I'll probably do some other kind of work, so I'm not going to sit around. But I'm trying to figure out, like, how to get out with my cameras and and do something that is not just what i do on a day-to-day basis like taking pictures you know walking on the street i mean i might
1: still do street photography but i,
0: but I need to find some other place to go
1: it hey, does your um, when you do those um classes is that does that serve as any sort of
0: it it trajectory? doesn't it doesn't it's a crapshoot uh because, like, you know, we get, I get a whole bunch of different kinds of students for different things, and sometimes I get very enthusiastic students, uh, which is great, and sometimes I get students who are, who sometimes think the class is something other than what it, it is, like, you know, <laughs> they want to learn something about their digital cameras, I said, well, you know, this is not really a hardware class, this is like me teaching you try to, you know, and, you know, I can see the kind of let down on their face a little bit like that, and, you uh, so it depends. It really depends on the on the class, you know. Um, how, every, how often are you doing it? I do it once a month, um, and it's not enough. I've I've been talking to the people who run the classes. I said, I think we need to do this class at least twice a month, the same class. I think yeah. uh, I need to have uh, the ability to be able to give the students a lot of info and then say, okay, now, you know, let's talk about a project that you're going to do and come back next week and, and let's see what you have, you know. Um, the way it is now, we we do a lot of talk and then we go out for like 45 minutes to shoot and then come back and I barely have enough time to see everybody's picture.
1: You know? Yeah, it sounds like a two-class a two class format. It
0: does sound like a two-class So I'm hoping, you know, and we'd love to have the extra work because it's nice work but I think, uh, I think it would do the students a little bit better because then we could talk a little bit about some hardware. You know, you can get, yep. you can get a little uh, uh, lessons on like how to shoot in manual and stuff like that. So, <laughs> Um. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and and just some extra time for like how to process the pictures. You know what's a, you know yeah. we would be doing it on, on Lightroom or Photoshop or whatever. Um. But that would be really helpful. But uh, you know I I I love teaching. You know that that's one of my little you know once a month I know even even if the class isn't like I want to say the best class that's not the right way to say it but you know the the students are kind of not jiving you know mm-hmm. i still get a lot of energy telling them the stuff that i know you know and i end up drawing energy from them in some way as well and so uh, you know i'm usually on a little bit of a high uh you know the, the after the class And i might so squ- it is an oasis it's a sometimes it is
1: it's a sweet water and sometimes it's just kind of me yeah yeah it is Tepid it's, water
0: yeah and i know i get that once a month and. I know that's one of the things I want to spend some time during the uh, my break is to try to revamp some of the some of the uh, presentation that I give because I got to do a presentation. You know, got to see, got to see pictures. Uh, but you know, it's a nice little challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah,
1: yeah, um, I'm gonna have to pick your brain because I have to do a 45 minute presentation myself in the new year.
0: That will go by very fast. I can guarantee on, on street <laughs> photography. <laughs> I I am I I will show you my slideshow. You can you can maybe it will give you some, some ideas. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Oh, you know what? I'm okay, so we've been un, unqualified for this. Oh, well, I, I shouldn't say that because I think the guy that invited me listens to your show.
0: No, you're you're perfectly qualified. Are you are so kidding? I'm feeling you're a little. You you're you're walking the streets. You're taking you're taking street shots. What are you talking about? <laughs> I suppose. You know. I'd, yeah. Well, I, you know, it may not be the thing that you do, but it, it is a thing that you are doing. Yeah, and, and I don't know what, if, if you get what I mean by that. It's like, yeah. you know, like I might not take, let's say I, I don't do nature shots or landscape shots, but I take them and, and they're good and I know what I'm, you know, I kind of know what I'm doing, but I'm like my main thing is street photography. But mm, same right. thing with you. I mean, you might not be doing that, but you are shooting in the street and, and the shots that you come out with, are pretty com- you know compelling, so yeah, you know something about it. Hmm. Not Fair a big enough. deal. Not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. you'll <laughs> forty five minutes.
1: <laughs> I believe you.
0: You'll be I done. Yeah, surprised. put me in front of you know I can talk people you know to sleep. I think <laughs> 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 that's one of the things I say in my class. I'm like, what do I? Oh, one of my slides is like uh, you know like tips about f- photography. Like and one of the slides is like read the You know the effing manual, right? And I show a couple of like you know Nikon manuals for the cameras, and it's just and and I say you know you got to know your equipment, and I said you know what, like forget these manuals. Don't don't ever read the manuals from the from the from the uh, from the box from the camera because I said they'll put you to sleep faster than I will. (laughs) (laughs) So you know I have a good time with that. But anyway, yeah. So look, hey, we've been talking for an hour. We still haven't really. Well, I don't know if we. We've gotten into this thing, this creative oasis. I'm not going to trademark the name because it's already been taken uh, <laughs> by some, you know, creative coaches and stuff like that. And that's fine. But I liked, again, I like the idea that we can find these little places uh, that keep us going through, you know, the desert
1: of life. And that's just such a weird thing to say. <laughs> did you Did you watch um, the movie Ready Ready Player One? Yes, I did so this when you went as, as we're talking we actually mm-hmm. when you brought that those words up and it made me think of that and it was interesting because in that show spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen it and wants to spoiler alert yeah. um, you know it was interesting that they that people got sucked in and stayed in the oasis and then at the how at the end mm. they they intentionally turned it off for two to two days a week because life was lived in the real world as that's a you know maybe the has a fascinating oh. little connection i think there that you know this is that life isn't about the way the oasis it's just somewhere that you pass through
0: mm-hmm. mm. and and we have to uh you know we still have to pay attention to all those spaces in between mm-hmm. um because the ups and downs they're all important it's not really good to just get yourself carried away with all the only good things and you know because then it becomes like a drug and then you know, you're you're missing out on the rest of life. Uh, hmm. And you don't want to do that because that informs your creativity, you know? Right. Um, you have a bad day. I mean, maybe there's something that you can take uh, with you. I mean, I, I, again, I don't know how you would be with this, but, like, you know, you got bad days.
1: There's nothing saying that you can't photograph on a bad day, you know? Well, have you seen my... Uh... <laughs> but the the theme in my 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 feed it's kind of black. I that's then that's fine. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, probably fairly informed by okay. My life. Okay. All right. Like oh yeah, look, that's 85% black.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a bit on the obvious side. I get that. I'm, I and I'm also thinking of like uh, I think I was talking to Mac about I, I can't remember I was talking about this, but um, I, you know, I will even post those pictures that are, are kind of not great, like, meh. Mm-hmm. And it's because that's what I was going through that day, mm-hmm. you know? And it's all not about posting the best image, which, like, social media and, and everything that around us wants you to do. Like, they want you to move forward and, and new and fresh and everything's perfect. And I'm thinking, like, you know, there are days when, like, I got a crappy stomach or you know the world just uh, you know pooped on my head and that's probably maybe a good time to take a picture and the picture may not be great but it's very telling of what's going on you know
1: so yeah I think I think that's probably you know I look back to this all the time but I'm I'm wondering if that's one of the reasons why you had to take a break there for a while is and Until I, you can reconcile in your mind that this is not always have to be the best of me, yeah, right? Like it, it may be your best photos, but it, as long as you feel that it's representing the multi dimensional you, then you know, where as opposed to the always the polished you or the, yeah, the on you.
0: I think you're right, and I think if you're looking at my stuff in the past, I and mean, we're talking about Instagram right now, because that's mm-hmm. where I'm posting everything. If you look in the past week, you're going to see a lot more. You're going to see a diverse um, Antonio, and not not a street shooter, you know. And uh, I think that came you're right. It came from that long break when I when I decided like. Like I'm not just this one person, and I can't just keep doing this same thing day
1: to day. Yeah. Um, but there are little baby steps I'm taking, you know. When yeah, I, and like qu- I remember a couple months ago, there was a lot of debate in some of the chat circles that we run in, and some people are, you know, we had less of a problem with it than you, and there was more people, some people with more angst towards it. And really, I, even then, I was noticing like it just depends on where you're at in your mind and how you view this and it's, it's hard to say like you can't so you can't say that uh it's all bad because it's not because clearly some people can ha- are in a different space and can do it mm-hmm. but at the same mm-hmm. time you can't say no there's nothing wrong with it yeah no there is something wrong with it because some people can't handle it or some people aren't haven't got to the point that they can handle it and reconcile the things they need to reconcile because we're not all the same Mm. It is, and as soon as when yeah, you yeah. can wreck it, like if you're, if you're comfortable now because you're like, okay, no, I can show more of myself, then it's probably not going to be a problem. It maybe even just not a problem for a season, right? And it's, it's sort of managing your own expectations.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which we need to do sometimes. Mm. So, all right. Hey, we've been- about that too. <laughs> we've been going for like an hour, okay. and plus, so I want to
1: i don't don't want to leave this this oasis well you know um it's it's good to talk it's been good to talk about this
0: yeah and uh i want to keep thinking about this because this is this is something that is not going to change this is gonna this is going to be with us this kind of um you know the thought process the idea of these things that we need to do to keep ourselves creative uh Keep us sort of sane in some way. I think creatives need to be are are seen when they're creating, you know. Uh, and yeah, uh, yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, then I, then I like this idea that uh, maybe uh, I, I might try one day not doing anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, Let's go for an hour.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not a whole day, but uh, like an hour or two. Thinking like. The models that you were talking about,
1: like yeah, we'll see how long you can go before the guilt kicks in. (laughs) (laughs) I should be doing something.
0: All right, I I will try that and I will report back. Sounds good. All right, hey Mark, this is fantastic. Thanks for thanks for deciding that uh, you
1: do this in the last minute and and chat. I think you're gonna have to put a warning at the beginning of the intro there and say, "Easy, this or be be warned. This gets it gets kind of (laughs) real." <laughs> yeah. okay I, I gloves don't are off here yeah yeah bit. yeah.
0: I mean uh, sure why not It's my show I can do what I want <laughs> 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 alright hey let's uh, tell people where they can find you
1: uh, you can find most of my stuff at uh, Canadian Portraitist on Instagram uh, canadianportraitist.com is uh, right now the main the main stuff
0: uh-huh.
1: I think on Twitter, Mark Ryerson didn't get the Canadian portraits to add Twitter longer. But if you go to Instagram, it's most of the current work. Keeping up a website's a lot of work.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> All right cool. Well, so. hey, Mark, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that chat uh, from last year with me and Mark Ryerson. Mark Ryerson is one of the Photographers in my unusual collective, and uh, yeah, it was great fun talking to him. It's always fun talking to him, and he is going to be on this show again, I know, at some point soon, once we figure out what we're going to talk about. Anyway, those opening quotes were from photographer David Burnett. I put them in there mainly because if you're watching... The uh, impeachment hearings here in the United States, there was one photographer once in a while uh, pointing pictures, uh, pointing a camera uh, at the uh, witnesses taking pictures, and he was using a 4x5 camera, and that was David Burnett. And I thought it was really interesting that he was shooting with a 4x5 camera, so I thought I would throw in uh, his quotes Um just uh, just for fun. Uh, anyway, so you can find more uh, the show notes and more about this episode at uh, streetshots.photography. and you can still find me on Twitter and Instagram at am Rosario and Flickr at am Rosario, and on Facebook Switch to Manual and Rosario Photo there. And uh, if you want to get uh, more information about the guys at the Unusual Collective, you can go to that site, the Unusual Collective, Unusual Collective. Dot Photography. I still love that dot .photography domain name. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're going to have some stuff coming up in, in December. I think uh, I totally skipped out on the November uh, essays, but we'll have something coming up in December. And... Uh You know, I want to plug my other uh, unusual uh, collective uh, podcasters. Uh, We got uh, Mac on Shutter Time with Sid and Mac. We got uh, usually Dave and his adventures in creativity and Brian Manier at uh, his podcast called We the Creator. So I'd like to check those all out. And, uh, you know, you want to send me some exposure bucks by going to iTunes and plugging the show, giving me a rating and review, I'd really appreciate that. Uh, and mainly tell your friends about the show if you like, uh, you know, you, you know, you think that I'm an <laughs> interesting person to listen to about photography. Uh, yeah, please tell your friends about me. And uh, drop me a line if you can. Uh, let me know how you like the show and if you have ideas for it. And Finally, the Street Shots theme music was written and produced by Phyllis Audio. You can find out more about the creative guy behind Phyllis Audio at phyllisaudio.com That's P-H-Y-L-L-I-S audio.com Hey, until next time, keep shooting and working at it because things will begin to happen.